0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, today's societal mores are pretty wide open when it comes to sexuality and promiscuous behavior. I don't even think they call it promiscuous anymore. But I remember growing up, it was something that was frowned upon. For the guys, as long as you were discreet, you were fine. But in a very sexist societal move, eh, women were just slut-shamed. And it pretty much just went on. And typically it was your mother doing it. You know, My mother once made the comment that the only thing she ever had to worry about was who me and my brothers were sleeping with. She said, who are you fighting with? Who are you sleeping with? And she said that was usually where the biggest issues of problems came from in life. Because it might be an angry father. But that was kind of the extent of it. You beat up their son or you slept with their daughter and they caught you. But it was rarely one of those things that were life-changing from the male perspective. Now, for the female perspective, it was kind of the same thing, but a different thing. Who are you fighting with? In other words, which girls do you currently hate for whatever weird reasons? Because I noticed teenage girls seem to hate each other at the drop of a hat. And as for who are they sleeping with, God forbid your parents found out you were sleeping around back in those days. Because it really was a double standard. It still kind of is, but it's much. It's a little bit relaxed now. I mean, that was like a life-ending thing back then. It was like, God forbid your father find out you're sleeping around. He'll possibly take you out of school, maybe make you move and live with relatives. It ended. It ended quickly. And God forbid you get pregnant. They'll send you away to, quote-unquote, live with relatives while the baby is being born. Maybe given up for adoption. Abortion happens sometimes, but I never really knew those that it happened to. Mainly because I I went to a Catholic high a sc- uh, Catholic uh, grade school, and so there was a lot. While well, there was some promiscuity that went on, when the girls got pregnant, uh, you never really heard about it. So it was either you know everything was on the hush hush somebody either never showed up for school again or they showed up and they were never allowed to see the boyfriend ever again ever and the school enforced that but nowadays goodness you can sleep around all you want there is no slut shaming Uh, if a woman sleeps around she's empowered and knows what she wants which kind of seems fair i mean that's kind of guys they never said empowered but then again guys never were without the power So typically empowerment is talked about by those that were denied it at some point. So I think it really kind of is, it needs to become as commonplace. In other words, guys never occurred to a guy that the word slut would hurt their feelings. So if a guy sleeps around and somebody says, you're a slut, he might even laugh it off, high five somebody. So I think that's kind of where... Those that that slut-shaming offends, that's kind of where they need to take it. It's just get to that point where well, they don't give a shit. Do what I'm going to do. Mind your business. Which is not a bad idea. But we live in a society where nobody minds their business anymore. And it's annoying. You kind of wish sometimes people would because it be- has become a thing where... Everybody wants to know what's going on, and who said what, and what did you mean by that? One of my favorite comedians, uh, Bill Burr, talks about that. He says, you know, in in comedy, it used to be you could say whatever horrific thing you were going to say without wor- worrying about it. But the next day, you got up and you went about your life. Whereas nowadays, you may end up on a split screen on Some show is, comedy, can it go too far? Last night at the Yuck Yuck factory, comedian Bill Burr, and it's like, you have to defend it. It was a joke. If you didn't get the joke, why were you in a comedy club? If you go to a comedy club looking to get offended, that's like, goodness, this is the same kind of person that would get offended at a a strip club because their stripper's a communist. You know, I mean, you're taking one thing out of context in a place where it should never be taken that way. But there are those people that believe it that way. It's like you can't ever say this ever, no matter what the setting. I don't know that I agree with that. I'm, I'm kind of big on free freedom of speech. Say what you're going to say, and you know what? If it truly offends someone, it's like walking into a bar. Guys know that there are boundaries to be had. So if a guy's angry and the guy across the bar from him is uh, you know, a foot and a half taller than him and outweighs him by 75 pounds, and he's got mom tattooed on his knuckles, guess what? You don't run your mouth at that guy. Women know nothing of the sort. And in that way, women are a little more empowered than guys are. An angry woman, oh, and God forbid she have a drink in her, has it in her head that she is a Green Beret, and she will lay the smack down on... And the only thing that really protects her is the societal taboo against hitting her. But you look at some of these videos online of these women that are just pushed, physically assaulting guys. And then if the guy happens to fight back and lands a blow, everybody flips out. And the same thing can happen with words. The same thing can happen with situations. But only if people find out about it. So it's that kind of changing mores and changing attitudes and perceptions that have led us to today's episode, Can't Make a hoe into a Housewife, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Let me paint a picture for you, and then I got a question for you. Let's say, for the sake of arguing, that there's a woman you work with. She's single, but as my grandmother would call it, living in sin with her boyfriend. Enter the new man. He's single, has some sort of legitimate reason to drop by her office. And while he's there, he hits on her unmercifully. She doesn't shut him down. In fact, every now and then they go to lunch. I'm not done. Add to this the fact that he has sent her flowers twice at work twice not once but twice just want to make sure you you have that last one also add to the fact that she has mentioned that she doesn't tell her boyfriend about this friend because quote unquote he's just a friend Uh uh-huh i mean are the flowers because he loves the way her shoes match the ceiling give that one a minute you'll get it it's dirty that by the way is not my question my question's this I don't want to know if they're sleeping together. I'm trying to figure out how she keeps her dress wrinkle-free after having sex all during lunch. Maybe a rhetorical question. Still can't be sure. However, somebody should answer it. I would, but I need more info. I tend to judge and form snap opinions on people based on all the things you're not supposed to. Sex, age, hair color, nationality, where they grew up, that type of thing. And yet it's wildly accurate. For instance... And you knew this one was coming. Let's say she's a girl, blonde, under 25, grew up in Southern California. Now, I would be willing to bet my life she's doing the dirty deed on her lunch hour. And not just missionary, but like some serious venial sin stuff, stuff you would see in Japanese porn. Now, that is sexist, age discriminating, a touch racist, and a whole bunch of other stuff that basically boils down to not being nice or the things you say in polite company or slut-shaming. I've never been all about the polite. I'm tired of the whole idea of being politically correct. I mean, I was married for a long time. Trust me, I understand how it feels to hold your tongue for years with both hands. I made the conscious decision a while back to just speak my mind. Besides, nothing makes a type A head snap around fast than the timely use of a descriptive obscenity. And if it gets their panties in a twist, Eh, so be it. God, that makes me sound horrible, doesn't it? Hmm, you might be right. However, back to the question. The outrage that some might have with a young girl deciding to have a lunchtime tryst is, to me, offset by the fact that unless there's a ring on her and her boyfriend's fingers, they're both free agents. And if her boyfriend doesn't notice that she comes home twice a week without her panties, with bite marks on her thighs... That is his oversight, her secret, and other than the sake of a heartless wager or a a somewhat crude podcast, none of my business. Unless, of course, I happen to be the guy biting her thighs. Time for coffee. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Do me a favor. If you liked it, even if you didn't listen to more episodes. Put it on the background. Let it play like white noise. Just something to help you sleep at night. Anything. I need you to listen. Share it if you can. Support it if you can. Thank you. Have a great day.